Ladies and gentlemen, it is with unbridled pleasure that I have the opportunity to welcome you to participate in an experience like nothing ever known in the history of the entire existence of this planet we so humbly call Earth. The show that touches on everything from money to wealth, mental illness to physical health, gratitude and self-esteem, the dissolutioned American dream. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm inviting you to wake up with the Sam I Is Show with your host, Simon. Nothing, nothing, nothing for me to do but do it. I've been, I've been having some. Um, I've been sitting here for the last, I don't know, twenty five, thirty minutes, trying to figure out something with the audio. And um, I got a lot of feedback, a lot of feedback from something. I couldn't figure out what it was, and I wasn't recording. And then the longer I took, other things in the house started happening, and that's all part of working from home. So um. Thank you for being here, everybody. This is your boy, Samin. I am the host of the Sam Is Show. I am the host of the Sam Is Show. And today's Sunday. Just so you know, as a, as a um, reference. Reference from you. And I wanted to talk about a couple things. One, uh, uh, you know, I'm in this relationship. And... This, this is this is this is what I I'm in and I enjoy it and I love it. And at times, I question I question why, <laughs> like why what why I'm in it why why they exist. It's, it's it's not that serious, but at times, the relationship between her and my my sister, her and my daughter, my girlfriend and my daughter, sometimes. Sometimes I think, are you trying to be mom or are you trying to be like an older sister? Whatever whatever it is, you're being a pain in my ass. But when I stay quiet, my daughter can handle her handle and it's never as bad as I make it out to be. But it's, it's, it is annoying. It's annoying. It's just little things. It's like little little things that I used to do to my cousin to provoke and annoy her. And, oh, my cousins would do to me. I didn't really do that type of stuff with my siblings. I didn't grow up with my siblings. So we had a different we had a different relationship. But I would imagine that that happened. My now my older sister who would eventually move in with my mother and I. She didn't, you know, you know, she didn't do things to bother me intentionally. You know, I mean, I don't have like a, a 100% of a of a relationship experience that was like this was, you know, Angels were here, but at the end of the day, our relationship was was dope from her point of view. I mean, I had my issues, I had my own personal issues and insecurities and envies and all of that type of things. Things didn't go the way I, I as a child wanted them to go. But she didn't bother me. She didn't pester me. She didn't pick on me. Now she doesn't. I don't think my girlfriend picks on my daughter because I wouldn't have that. But she definitely um, pesters, like like an older sibling. That's what they do. They pester at times. And you know, my daughter's my daughter's well equipped, but I sit and I can hear it because we live in such a small space. And I'm not always eloquent when I go in. I go in to handle it. 
when I go in. So lately I haven't. I just let them do it. You know, we've been we've been on, on top of each other for almost a year. You know, that's facts. On the 13th, it'll be a definite year. I think around this time we had spring break, which is coming up for my daughter next Friday. So this is our last week of school coming. And we've just been here. It's so small. You know, when I keep saying it's so small, it's only so small when I think about the other spaces that I've been in that are so not small, <laughs> that are not small. And I think at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. I ran into a um, a guy, I won't say his name. He's a parent, of a, a fellow parent. And, you know, um, my daughter and his daughter were in school. I mean, we're all in school. We're in the same class, I think, two years ago year ago, two years ago, something like that. They're in fifth now, so we would have been third, third or fourth. And we had a play date at the house. This is the, without a doubt, the biggest house I've ever seen in my entire life. Now, I'm not even talking about like your grandmother's big house or your cousin who, your cousin and them, big house. I'm talking about, <laughs> I'm talking about, I've been in official state buildings not as big, right? And, and it's like that, like not just big and dumb, it's like eloquent, large and sprawling, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful places, right? Beautiful. You ever been someplace that's so nice, you can't even be jealous? Like I've been, I've been in situations where I'm like, oh, I don't want them not to have that car, but I want that car. I want that car too. Or, damn. I wish my kid act like their kid. You know, like little envy, not jealous, envy. This this place is so ridiculous. Like ridiculously beautiful all around. Like the the work, the structure, the landscape is just stunning. And it's just like, wow. Wow. Okay. That's this is you can really enjoy like great adventures, right? You don't go to great adventures. I don't go to great adventures saying you, I gotta put a I got to put a roller coaster in my backyard. You know, it's nothing like that. It's just like, wow. And you and I just enjoy the experience. I've been in many, many different places where I just enjoy the artwork. I enjoy the, 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 the heated pool. I've enjoyed certain things. And, 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 and all, all that to say that, um, you know, you just, just, just enjoy it. So I, I sit quietly with, with the relationship with them now, you know I lost track, right? I, I completely lost track of what I was talking about. This is when I need a cue card, and I'm sitting in the dark in my bedroom right now. The only thing I can see right now are these lights of my equipment. So, just to sit back and let them do their relationship, and and and, it, and it's working, it's working out right. But we do live in a small space. We live in a really, really small space. Um, six hundred and something square feet. At this size, it doesn't matter. Well, if I say six twenty or six ninety nine, doesn't even matter. Um, one bathroom is only the, the only thing you really need to be concerned about is the fact that we have one bathroom. There's three of us, and it's one bathroom. Imagine the pain I'm in. So anyway, I wanted to talk about that. I kind of, I kind of did, but I wasn't committed to going in. It's just a little bit annoying. It's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. 
but they sharpen themselves against each other and they have a great time playing vi not video games but like board games and monopoly and they got a new form of monopoly and and they just they just do them so i have to allow them to work on whatever it is that they have and i don't get involved when cyan is rude i don't get involved when she or Natasha's rude you know they go back and forth with tit for tat sometimes it's petty sometimes it's Sometimes it's not that serious, and one of one of either of them will feel more offended than I ha than I think they should. But you know, I keep being reminded that I'm different because I'm a man, and um, I I, I don't argue it. I go well, okay, whatever. What the f ever? I'm like whatever. Just keep me out of it. So and they do. They keep me out of it. I put my own self in. I'm like that nosy old lady. So, but outside of that, what I what I wanted to talk about, and it, it happened, and I spoke it, I spoke it afterwards, and I and I don't know if there's some 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 writing about this or there is something. There, there has to be. So allow me, if you will. I picked my daughter up from school. It's Friday. We usually go to Jules, which is in town. So I, I go, we, we driving back, I'm going to get her a pizza. I'm on Nassau, and we have the light. I'm at, I'm at the light getting ready to turn down. There's a, a strip called Witherspoon. That's where, that's where a lot of the stuff is. It's not where everything is. Palmer Square is supposed to be everything. I guess Palmer Square, Palmer Square has a lot more. But I'm on Witherspoon, which is a block over, which you can actually go through little alleyways to cut through. And it's it's really nice. It's this little maybe one four block four. It's about four blocks, four to five blocks. That's the town. That's it. The university's on Nassau, um, Princeton University, and I'm on Nassau making this left to go down Witherspoon, and we have a we have a green arrow, which for us to 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 make the left. And the pedestrians have a red little you know stick figure man like don't walk. You can't walk. People are walking. People are doing whatever they want to do. I'm annoyed because I'm just annoyed. And my green arrow leaves. the The cars can now drive. The car. The people can. The, the pedestrians can now walk. But I'm making that left turn, and I, I shouldn't be. I'm. I'm. A, I'm a call it straight out. I shouldn't be, but I am. Right. Just like the people who were walking shouldn't should not have been. But, you know, when you say should, you know, you should all over yourself. But I'm making this left turn. And there's this old white man, older, and his woman, and his wife, his woman. <laughs> Take it back to the 30s. This old white man and his woman. But it's this, this, this old white man, older. I'm 47. He had to be, he wasn't 70. He was like 60-something. And he's putting his middle finger up. And and it's, it's so off because it's not, it's not direct. I don't, I'm not accepting it that is to me i see that is up but but just looking at the positioning of his hand and where he's looking he's not looking at me i'm thinking he's giving a middle finger to somebody behind me i and i'm and i'm slowly going past he has the right away the pedestrians always have the right away doesn't even matter that's a fact and i go and i, I take the middle finger it's like whatever but then he hits the back of my car. He like bangs it. I, you know, 
a sane person would have laughed that off, right? I'm not sane. I keep, I'm the person that, that acknowledges I have some issues. I have some issues. And some of them have been worked on. Some, some I work on. I mean, I do all kinds of meditation, um, pray and meditate. I'm very spiritual. Um, I'm here to listen. Um, um, I pay my taxes. I'm a, I'm a stand-up individual. I'm honest most of the time. Um, you know, there's a, there's, I'm, 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 I'm in a monogamous relationship. You know, I, I, that's straight talk. Now, there, you know, there's some women who think certain things, but nothing's ever happened and nothing's going to happen. I like women, though, you know, but that's just something else. Um, I can't, I can't think of, you know, I take my daughter to school on time every day. I make her dinner, breakfast, you know, all, all the things, all the things. But he hit the back of my car. He banged it with his hand. And I, I start to pull over. Right? Why? Why do I want to pull over? All right, so in my fantasy, I get out of the car. And I just like punch him in the face and knock him out. Nobody wants that to happen. Facts, I don't want that to happen. But I, I can't, it's like I'm not controlling the car. I, I immediately start to veer to the right. Like a veer, so I can pull over. Now, there's no way to really veer to. It's one Lane Town I live in. One lane. Me getting out of my car can potentially back the road up for, you know, 10 blocks. Like, seriously, it's not even, I'm not even kidding, right? It's, and it's, that's real. And, and I look, I veer over to the right, and I look over my right shoulder, and I'm looking for him. Now, what I'm looking for, this is, this is the, now this is all fantasy, I'm looking for him to be taunting me like, yeah, come on, to provoke me. But what I see is my daughter looking at me like, what are you, what are you doing, right? She's 10. And I see her and I kind of catch myself like, yo, what are you, what are you doing? And, and then I go over to the left because that's where we're going to get her pizza, like literally right there, I pull over maybe a hundred feet, pull into the the way the parking is now. You know, you could double park in the street for ten minutes as long as you're doing pickup. So I I, I I drop her off and I'm 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 in that fight and flight, right? So I'm I'm like in I'm enrolled and I'm and I'm my breathing is hype. And my daughter looks, she's not, she's not scared. She's just looking at me like, what's good with you? So I'm like, yo, that's bugged out. She's like, yeah, he was putting his middle finger up at you. Not making it better, babe. He was putting up his middle finger. Now, see, that's part of the, the carrot. I don't want my daughter to walk away with a story about some man pointing the middle finger at her dad. But because that matters to me, right? She's looking at him like he's so crazy, and um, he's walking on the avenue. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I was ready to, I'm ready to pull over, but it's crazy. I'm like, kind of laugh it off. She's like, and then he smacked the back of the car. 
I don't want her sharing this story with anybody. But this is the thing. This is the crazy in me. Because if she shares that story, I have it that I come across like some punk. Right? Like, word, that's what your dad is letting people do to you. <laughs> that's what your dad is letting happen. So she gets out. She go gets her pizza, right? And I'm like, okay. So I'm on Harrison. Okay. And I don't know the names of the blocks, but I know the blocks in my head. So I'm like, okay, she gets this pizza in the next two minutes or three. If I go down and I cut up on this, you know, I go down to the next avenue, which would be Hamilton or Paul Robeson, which is the, oh, it, this one avenue has three names. It is Paul Robeson when, you, when you're when on Witherspoon. That's the avenue that I'm on. And then three blocks over, it turns to Walnut, I think. It turns to something, and then it turns to Hamilton. I live on Hamilton. My my window looks at Hamilton. So I'm like, okay, if I go down and make this right, I could go down, I could cut up on Spruce or Linden and come back to Nassau and catch him from a different direction. He wouldn't even be expecting me because he'd be walking into me. And I'm like, okay, what are you going to do? I'm like, yo, I could throw this soda at him. I got... Got this seltzer water. Yo, if I if this is disturbing, please just just forgive forgive me, right? But I'm like, okay, I can't do that with my daughter in the car. So what I should do is drop her off real quick. I could drop her off, and we have the dog in the car. So this is this is none of this none of this is going to work. So and I'm sitting there, and this is these are my thoughts and, and, until she gets back. In the car, cause I'm like, okay, what's this? What I'm gonna do? Is cause I'm I'm tight. I'm tight. You don't you don't touch the back of my car. You insane? Are you insane? You touch my car? You know. And at the end of the day, yes, I'm I am insane. And I touched your car, and I gave you the finger. Now what? So I don't do any of that. Right. So she gets back in the car, and she's like, oh my god, that was really so crazy. I was like, yeah, you think that's crazy? I was ready to go. And go talk to him. And she was like, yeah, but, you know, how would that go? And I was like, I was going to say, yeah, don't touch my car. You know, whatever, whatever I said to her, she says, well, dad. And then he will call the police. And I would say, he will call the police? He hit my car? She said, it doesn't matter. She's 10. And, and you know what the police would do? So now I, I, I have an idea personally or what the police would do or wouldn't do or I, I have an idea how it goes she says and then you'd be dead and this is and, and this is her experience of this black man with the idea of me coming into cops into police officers being called on me this is in her world which was really sad for me which was really sad and I was like, baby, none of that's going to happen. You know, nobody's calling the cops. We're going home to get the pizza. She was like, yeah. But she wanted to push it because she's my kid. She was like, yeah, but if you were to you know, pull over, if you would have gotten off the car, if you would have yelled at him, no matter what would have happened, you know, somebody would have called the cops on you, you know. And it's a fact. And I'm thinking that, you know, later, right? I'm thinking that because immediately when I'm in it, I'm like, yo, I should just, Scoop him up. And so, so I play out in my mind how this goes. How does it go? I get out of the car, I pull over, and I'm like, yo, dude, what's good? 
He says something and I punch him in the face. <laughs> What's with the point? I'll punch him in his face. You ever been punched in the face? See, I believe, I believe that we are a society of people who have not been punched in the face enough. I think a, a lot of people speak to other people and they behave in a manner that lets me know without a question, you have never been punched in your face. See, being punched in the face, it doesn't stop you from, from, from doing certain things, but your maneuvering around it is just a little bit different. You know what I mean? It's just not like, hey, you over there, I'm going to interfere with your life. Not nah, that doesn't. See, he doesn't do that if he knows that a punch in the face is a possibility. He doesn't do that. But he doesn't have to do it. He's a white man. He doesn't have to think about getting punched in the face. I've been punched in the face. It doesn't feel good. And I have also punched in the face other people. And it didn't feel good to me even doing that. And it didn't feel good to them. Now, you know, it could happen, but there's a group of people who walk around and they've never been punched in the face. So that was one of my fantasies of I'm just going to get out and punch him in his face. I'm going to punch him right in his face. And really, you gonna punch this old man in his face with his wife. How does that end? How does that end? See, I had this friend. Her name was um, her name was Rose. And she would say, play it all the way out. Play it all the way out. And I started to think about it. So. I get out of the car. I'm tight. I'm the only black thing on Harrison, on Nassau, outside of tires and the tar road, right? Like real talk. Now, normally, no, not necessarily, but that day, only the only black thing out and my daughter, right? And my black and brown dog. Okay, so I get out, I say boo to him. I say he punches me in the face and knocks me. <laughs> me out that doesn't end well okay that's not a good scenario i get out i'm basie he's a pedestrian in the right away someone calls the cops he doesn't even call the cops he's standing his own he's telling me about myself and he says yeah you know i'll smack you next time and it's like wow really and somebody else calls the cops how does that end how does it end for me when i play it all the way out now we would say history will show me how it ends doesn't end well Right. I get out. I yell at him. He has a heart attack. He dies. I hit him and he falls and he has his head against the curb and he dies. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many ways that this could play out in some strange fantasy. Remember, I do. I work on film. Right. It just doesn't. And there's no scenario. Somebody calls the cops on me. They choke me out. They kill me. Possibility. They take me to prison. Oh, my God. Now, my daughter's there alone. Now, she has to go somewhere. I make a call. I don't know my girlfriend's number by heart, so they won't let me get on my phone. Yo, you look at all the different variations of this, this, this situation. Not a lot of them end well. They don't end well. I mean, none of them. None of them end well. Right? And that's, that's when I got frustrated. As I was pulling off and I was coming home and, you know, I went home and, you know, we talked about whatever I told my girlfriend. She laughed a little bit and then she and I talked and Cyan was doing the imitation of me and, you know, all the things. So that was cool. It was funny. It was funny-ish. But then it hit me. That man can do whatever he wants to. That's a bait. That's a bait for me to bite, and there's no win for me. See, if 
if if if I were if I were a white woman driving and a white man did that to her and she got out and she did those scenarios, of course, no violence, no punching in the face. Or maybe she did. It doesn't end the same way it ends for me. There's no scenario that that ends the same way it, it, it could possibly end. For me. It doesn't end with her being dead. There's no scenario that ends with her being dead. There's no scenario that ends with her child being taken. There's no scenario. There's no scenario that she would even do anything violent, right? Nothing. She, she would definitely get out and complain because the most interestingly powerful advocates for justice in, in, in not the world, but in local going-ons, white women. A white woman will always speak up for what's right, no matter what. It doesn't make a difference if it's for black people. White A white woman will complain about, hey, this was supposed to open at 9 o'clock, and, and that's 9.45. And we've all, be waiting, we've all been waiting. We've all been waiting. No, no, I wasn't first. No, don't open the door for me. He was here first. And then her, and then, her, and then I came. So there was these five people in front, and then it was me. And, but the fact is, you're, what's your name? What is your name? Is a supervisor. Oh, you're the supervisor? Who's your boss? See, that's that's what that's what happens. That's to me, in my experience, that's been white women. Right? White women. And 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 there's something to love about that because it's not like a complaining, like, oh, complaining with some idea that nothing's going to be resolved. It's com- it's complaining about the actual situation and all knowing that if there's a possibility for it to be resolved properly, that she is going to manifest that to happen. So if she's driving and some guy smacks her car, does that, it doesn't end well. It doesn't end the same way for her that it went in for me. So not that it doesn't end well, it, it, it gets resolved. If it was a black man who smacked her car and put a middle finger up, which is possible, you're not in my world, but it's possible, that doesn't end well for him. Doesn't end well for him, right? It, 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 the possibilities are still the same. Those are still the same. So I, I walked away feeling like it was some race baiting, and I never, I never heard that statement. Or maybe I heard it, and it was somewhere in my um subconscious. But it hit me like, wait a minute, that is a possible thing. Like you could be baiting me, knowing. That I have no real option. I have no option. You could smack that. You could smack my car. You could crack my window. First of all, I'm going in a one-way street. Am I going to back up? Am I going to get out? What if I get out? What happens if I get out? What? How does it turn out for me? It's race baiting. And I, you know, I thought about Trump and his whole little, you know, his his group. Race baiting. It's, it's, it's race baiting. So I didn't look it up. I haven't looked at any of that to find out how deep that goes. But that came across to me as a, um, not cowardice, came out to me like, yo, that's very possible that that's a game that certain people could start to play. Because we've already seen what, how it ends, right? We've seen how it ends. I was reading the paper today, the Sunday, the Times. He was talking about police reform and blah, blah, blah. And I was talking with Tasha about it. And I was like, well, um, you know, it, it, it's talking about out of 16 people that, that died in the last little bit, um, nine were 
nine were black men and this many were Puerto Rican. So the number that was left that was not black or not Puerto Rican was three or four. I I forget. And, And I said, well, what is this about police reform? It's not police reform. There's a conversation that goes beyond police reform because the police are doing what is in alignment with the the world in the United States, the value of certain skin tones. So the police are not just like the police are not killing Chinese people. Chinese people commit crimes. They're not killing them. They're not killing them. They're not killing white women. They're not killing white men. I mean, and they do. They they do. They will. They will, but it's not like it is for me. And I'm not, this, my purpose was not to talk about the police at all or, or even where I'm going right this minute. So I'm going to wrap up. That's my, that's my sign to let me know. But that's just something that I think about in the world. Like, listen, there has been a devaluing for a certain group of people from the beginning, which had to work. Like, even from the beginning when they were like, oh, they, they don't, they, they can, you know, work harder in the sun and it doesn't affect them and they don't need sleep. You know, like when they start putting that in official documents to make people comfortable with what they know is inherently like negative. Like you can't, I'm sitting here right here in my home. And if I saw a person take a rat and, and not kill it, but like, Poke it in the eyeball with a, a, a hot needle. Why are you doing that? I know that that's wrong, but it's a rat. Nobody wants a rat. Nobody wants a rat. But I don't want you doing that. I want to hear squealing. I don't. But if you start to tell me something like no rats, they they get stronger and they they don't feel any of the pain. Their screams are nothing. It's an act. How many times can you tell me that before I start to believe it? And when he started to come up with these conversations about certain groups of people and how the value of these people was less. And, and just in the act of slavery, I, I get slavery. I get slavery. You know, I, I get it. I understand. I understand it. I just happen to be on the wrong side of slavery, you know. But I get it. It makes sense. But there's a devaluing of, of the group of people. Like, you know, and there's no sympathy, right? And I'm going to say absolutely there's no sympathy, but we have, I have, and I know of the sympathy for Holocaust survivors that is is invisible when it comes to a certain group of people. But when you think about the Holocaust, we think of, oh, my God, that was terrible. But nobody thinks, oh, my God, it was terrible. When you see me, you're like, oh, you're doing good. You're here. You, you should be happy. Stop complaining. So anyway, but the police are only, 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 only doing what America is doing. Right. That conversation. And, and I'm still on the fence about this whole idea of reparations and what that represents. And this uh, got to start with ownership first. The Germans acknowledged what they did. They acknowledged it. They acknowledged it. America has not, and I'm not going to say will never, but has not acknowledged it. And yeah, Jay-Z is real. So is Beyonce and Oprah and, you know, whoever else you want to name, you know, the, 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 the names that they come out when they're like, oh, he's rich and he's rich. Blacks to knock it off. You've, you've got, you've got your, your due. I don't even need all of that. I just need you to value my skin so that the next time somebody could bang on the back of my door, maybe 
I can get out and say, hey, what are you doing, dogs? Are you insane? Without without the subtext of the possibility of me being choked out to death. You know, that's not sexy. No, it's not sexy for anybody. But anyway, I've gone I've gone somewhere I, I wasn't committed to going right now. This is this was like a quick drive-by. And I didn't want to go here. But I did want to talk about the baiting. I'm going to look that up and see a little bit more about that. Because I believe that's something. It's definitely something. That was a baiting. He, I don't even know if he knew he was baiting me. But that was a bait. That was a bait. You don't touch my car. What are you doing? Let's touch my car. My daughter's in a car. You crazy? Anyway. Love, love, love your daughters. My daughter could have possibly saved my life. You know, but I'm talking, I'm selling wolf tickets. I wasn't really ready to get out of my car. I'm not, I mean, once I saw he was an old white man from the jump, it's like, well, you're precious. I can't touch you. You're precious. You're like porcelain. I can't do anything to you. You know, I, but it was a no-win situation. The only thing I could do is what I did, keep going. That's, you know, the only thing that could have made it worse if he would have been like, stay in your car. You better not get out. Keep going. Then that might have been like, jeez, really? Wow. But that didn't happen. I um I kept going and I got my daughter pizza and I'm here and I got to have a fantastic weekend. Fantastic weekend. And I well I, mean, I was a little traumatized by that. I was a little traumatized outside of him touching my car, smacking my car. I was traumatized by my immediate that immediate reaction. My immediate reaction was I started to pull over. For real? And, um, you know, you could get out the hood, but you can't take the hood out. I mean, it's still there, and it's simmering somewhere, and it's something. It's something. But I was really grateful that I was able to have, as my girlfriend so eloquently presented it, impulse control. You know, she's a prosecutor, and she is, you know, she does what she does, and it's a lot of people who are in front of her because they don't have impulse control. Impulse control. I had um I was working on a documentary and this one guy was it was with men who had been in prison for t- ten years or more. No less than ten years. As much as thirty five years. All black men. And I was interviewing one man, he said, I did I did I did twenty five years of prison for fifteen minutes of rage. And he went on to tell me about the situation. He was at a bar. His woman was with his woman. His woman. But he was in the bar with his woman. And some man was a little disrespectful. And he ended up killing a guy. He got 25 years in prison. Um, I think he had a three-year-old son at the time. He got out. His son was 27, 28, something like that. For 15 minutes of rage. He didn't have impulse control. No impulse. That's that's important. Impulse control. Impulse control. Anyway, love, love, love your daughters. Take fantastic care of the people who take care of you. Impulse control. Think about this. Take it easy. Impulse control. Need to see you around. I, I and I promise to contain and maintain my impulse control and love, love, love my daughter and love my family. Listen, I really appreciate you hanging out with me today. This is Samin. I am the host of the Sam I Is Show, and that's where you've been at for the last few minutes. And um, I'll talk to you soon. Peace.
I want to thank you for tuning in to the Sam I Is Show. Remember, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Only a fool trips on something that's behind them. So let's keep it moving forward and keep your eyes on the prize.